The material shared within this podcast is based on the personal experiences and learnings of the presenter. Coloplast has paid the presenter for sharing this information. Nothing within this podcast is intended to be used as medical advice and or used to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to the Coloplast Professional Bowel and Bladder Matters Podcast, where we explore various important topics related to ostomies and continence. Today's podcast guest is Jane Fellows. Jane received her bachelor and master's degrees in nursing from Duke University. She attended the Emory University WOC Nursing Education Program and is certified as an advanced practice wound ostomy incontinence nurse. She has done presentations on ostomy and fistula management regionally, nationally, and internationally, and has published chapters in textbooks as well as articles in the Journal of Wound Ostomy Incontinence Nursing. She has served on the WOCN CB and the Ostomy Guidelines Task Force for the WOCN Society. I am your host, Sarah Warmby. I am a certified wound ostomy continence nurse and clinical consultant with Coloplast. Today's podcast topic is quality of life with an ostomy, finding the right system. Can you walk us through how you choose a particular pouching system for a person with an ostomy? Yes, um, this is a, a, a tricky process because um, the pouching system that a person might have in the hospital may need to be changed later. Not too many years ago, we had time in the hospital to actually see um, some of the swelling go down things change um, with the patient that caused us to change the pouching system at that time. Now patients are in the hospital with a much shorter stay, so you do not have the opportunity to be able to assess the person um, as far postoperatively as you used to do. So it's important to encourage patients to understand that they may need a different system. This may be two to four weeks after surgery, but with changes in um, post-operative healing, there may be necessary to have a different system. Also, um, I think it's important to make sure the patient knows that their preference is something that should be considered. Um, frequently, we tend to just um, push people into a particular route that we feel works best, but it may not be the pouching system that they like the best. So there are a number of factors and um, Choosing the right pouching system is incredibly important, and I think that um, needs follow-up care with an ostomy nurse whenever possible. It's a really great point to um, bring up that really need to take, in, take into consideration what the patient wants. Just like you said, we're very quick to push something that we know that works on other people, but it may be completely different on this other person. So I, I really like that point. What may lead you to have to change the pouching system you are using for a person with an ostomy? Well, one of the things that may happen is that the person um, will, would like a different type of pouch. They may want to use a pouch that is opaque after they've become comfortable with the process of changing. I would want to have a discussion with the person about the problems they're having with the pouching system and determine if it's a matter of... Um, personal preference, just what they feel most comfortable with, or if it's a matter of the function of the pouch um, before making a change. The um, primary factor where I'm going to look for um, changes in the pouching system is when the person complains of leakage. 
And if they're having leakage, um, maybe only at night. In a person with an ileostomy, it may be that um, the stoma becomes flatter. The stoma is not protruding as much. And this can be very upsetting in disturbing their sleep, soiling their bed linens, and causes a, a, a big impact on their quality of life. But often just changing them to a convex pouching system will help solve that problem. And certainly if they're having leakage during the day, I want to see them to assess them in uh, a lying, sitting and standing position to determine what kinds of things might um, work best for them. How does that affect the person's quality of life? Well, obviously, if you are having leakage from an ostomy pouch, this has a very negative impact on quality of life. In some cases, I've had patients who found that they could no longer go to work or they were having to leave work, come home to change the pouch because of leakage problems, um, may also have to change clothing. So this obviously um, affects their um, quality of life significantly. Having a reliable and uh, predictable pouching system uh, is very important in making them return to a feeling of normal body function, even though it is different. Can you talk about how people with an ostomy typically obtain supplies when leaving the hospital? Hopefully they'll have a few supplies um, provided them by the hospital uh, so that they can um, have time to get their supplies I think most often people obtain their supplies through national companies that provide them by mail order. They um, are available in some areas at local suppliers, but frequently these people do these suppliers do not um, take assignment on their insurance, whereas a company that does a larger business would um, take the assignment. We also try to um, encourage people to connect with our industry partners who will send them samples of different types of products that they can try and who will also um, be able to connect with them to give them advice over a longer period of time. Unfortunately, there are too many people who do not have access to follow up with an ostomy nurse after they leave the hospital. And it is very important to have these um, educators with our industry partners who are able to help them with product selection after they leave the hospital. If they do not have insurance, this becomes a much more difficult problem. And this is handled uh, mostly on an individual basis, depending on community resources. So how does access to product affect a person's quality of life? Obviously, if you can buy whatever you want and need or have your insurance pay for whatever you want and need, this is a very positive impact on quality of life. If you are limited to certain supplies due to either insurance coverage or no insurance coverage and lack of financial resources, this has a very negative effect on the quality of life. Um, there are people who come out of the hospital and, of course, they have had a lot of information given to them in a short period of time and don't realize that they can get their supplies through uh, medical supply providers. They may try to go through a pharmacy to get supplies where they are not covered by their insurance 
And I have even had a patient who was told by the pharmacist that no insurance covers ostomy supplies. They are then trying to find their own supplies. One of our new providers on the horizon is Amazon, which has uh, a very unusual pricing system for a lot of medical supplies. And in the case of a person with no insurance may actually be less expensive or may be more expensive depending on the product. But that is a go-to place for a lot of people. So it is really important that they um, know where to get supplies when they're leaving the hospital. And how does a person's lifestyle drive your pouching system recommendations? Well, a person's lifestyle may be... Um, one that um, they would need more discretion with their pouch. Um, for instance, I had a patient who was a yoga instructor and she um, would do a lot of bending and moving and twisting and wore a two pieces, two pieces of athletic wear that would separate at the waistline in some of her movements. So she wanted a pouch that was opaque and we actually um, were able to get her up. Uh, a pouch, uh, ba a band around her waist to cover this pouch. So uh, that would be one of the things to consider. Um, sometimes a person has to wear a very heavy belt for their uniform or for their work um, that comes over where the, the pouch is or where their stoma is and maybe they would not otherwise need a convex wafer but this convexity would help to uh, provide protection for the stoma under this piece of equipment they have to wear. Probably the most difficult person with whom I worked with this situation was a policeman who wore a belt with 40 pounds of equipment on it. This was a person that we spent a great deal of time working on both a site marking and working on clothing options after his surgery. So, these are the kinds of situations that generally affect it, but all people would like discretion with their pouch. So we have a lot of ways now that are available to provide this that are not strictly a pouch, but are accessory garments. Can you share an example of how the right system worked for a particular individual? Well, one person that comes to mind was a 40-year-old man who had some developmental delays. His mother provided his care. He was thin, um, fit, and had um, an ileostomy with a very perfect budded stoma, was sent home from the hospital in a flat, one-piece, flexible pouch, and um, they had leakage problems. Uh, he was able to empty his pouch, but he wasn't able to change the pouch, and he was provided a shopping bag full of accessories to try to solve this problem. In looking at him and in looking at his abdomen and the contours and so forth, it appeared that his skin did wrinkle some around the stoma as he bent and moved. And um, we put him in a firm convex pouching system, which in a textbook would not be necessary with both his belly and his stoma but this provided a very reliable five to six day wear time and certainly changed his mother's life for the better and his as well. 
because even though we weren't using what you might see as a textbook um, prescription for this stoma, this convex wafer um, relieved the problems that he was having. So I guess the message is we really need to think outside the box very often in patients. Especially with, with all the different kinds of stomas, you know. Someone might have and, a perfect stoma, but you may not have the right uh, fit initially, and then right. you have to change things up a little bit. And with the many, many types of pouching systems that are available to us now. So in closing, can you summarize for us why the right system makes all the difference for a person with an ostomy? A person with an ostomy obviously wants to have um, a system that is effective. And I think one of the other things to really consider in this is trying to make it as simple as possible. Um, most of us live in a world that's very busy and having to spend a great deal of time with pouch changes and using a lot of products um, is not appealing to most people. Uh, having the simplest system as well as the most reliable system, I think, is um, very efficient. One of the things I see that people go home from the hospital, obviously, in a pre-cut pouch and having, um, I mean, in a cut-to-fit pouch, and then moving to a pre-cut pouch is a great help to them because there is a certain amount of anxiety in cutting the pouch and getting the appropriate fit. Because there are so many products available, it is very helpful in being able to choose a system, but it's also daunting for a person with a new ostomy to have to go through all of the different things available. So um, getting the right system with someone that has experience in using these systems is a, a big boost to their quality of life going forward. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Bowel and Bladder Matters podcast, part of Coloplast Professional, where we believe clinician education related to ostomies and continence matters. For more educational resources from Coloplast, visit us at coloplast.us/professional. Thank you.